If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from DC and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. I had to go. This is the final word, T20 World Cup Daily with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins, brought to you by CBUS Super Making Hard Work Pay Off. It's day 15.1, because there are so many games today, we're having to do a daily show in two parts. India will play South Africa later on today, so check in the feed if you want that episode. And this episode, well, a couple of games already take, took place. The Dutch took on Pakistan and Bangladesh played Zimbabwe and another thriller. Adam, you're going to tell us about that game and you're going to do so in the space of 30 seconds or less. All right, let's try. Bangladesh win the toss and get the opportunity to bat first. And look, making 150, it felt as though it was going to be a sizable score. They only got there due to the fact that Shanto hit 71 from 50-something balls. Mm-hmm. They didn't race to the finish line, but they did enough. And then Zimbabwe, in response at one stage, was 69 for five. They were Their top order was decimated by the Bangladeshi Seema Tashkan Ahmed. And then uh, a brilliant partnership between Sean Williams and Ryan Bell took place that got them to within striking distance of the finish line. Some contro- mm-hmm. controversial moments at the very end of the game, but it didn't change the result. Bangladesh win by three wickets, make that three runs uh, in a game that we'll remember for a long time. There's a lot to dig into here. Yeah, I mean, Zimbabwe not quite out, but effectively out. They would have to beat India, which is pretty unlikely at the moment. What... What a finish. I mean, again, we had a game where you needed 16 runs off the last over. And again, Zimbabwe very, very nearly did it. But they, And again, there was umpiring based on very niche interpretations of parts of the laws. That what is it about World it. Cups that are... There's something about World Cups and T20 yeah. World Cups especially that the most obscure bits of the law book get mm-hmm. dragged up. I mean, you occasionally see, and the moment you're referring to uh, is when on what was meant to be the final ball of the chase, when... They needed five four, to win. Yeah, four for a super over and five to win. Uh, the Marizabami was stumped mm-hmm. ostensibly, but we found out later that Nur Hassan took the ball in front of the stumps, therefore 
rendering the dismissal void, mm-hmm. but he made a no ball and then a free hit and a run at it to the tally. So suddenly free hit with four, four to, to win, win, not five to win. Uh, of course, he missed it. And so it is. And they lose by that, that, that margin of three runs. But yep. um, yeah, it was not too dissimilar to the end of the T20 Blast final earlier this year where, uh, where um, Hampshire thought they'd taken the last wicket mm-hmm. uh, on the last ball. Forgetting his name now, the Australian fast ball, Nathan Ellis. Nathan Ellis. And then they retrospectively, about 90 seconds later, after all the fireworks had gone off, said, actually, his foot's not behind the line. Mm. Uh, and, and that was a free hit situation too. <laughs> but uh, much as it was yeah. in that game, the fielding side did get the job done. They held their nerve. And uh, Mossadegh was the man with the ball in his hand who yes. he did a fine job in that final over after getting hit for a massive six into the Zimbabwean corner of the ground mm. as well. And you're thinking, you're going to do this again. They don't and, give up. And you stiff as a bowler if you've... That's not your fault that the keeper's taken the ball in front yeah, of the yeah. gloves, but it goes down as a no ball against you and a free hit <laughs> and all the rest of it. Um, it's not like he bowled the head high full toss a la Mohamed Nawaz. But, I mean, that last over, it was like the India-Pakistan game. It, it did the twisting, it did the turning. They start off needing 16. You say, well, Zimbabwe probably won't get 16 because Sean Williams has just been run out. So he's made his 60-odd, but he's, he's run out in the previous over. Yeah. Had to try to take a single. I mean, brilliant piece of fielding from Shaky Bahasan off his own bowling. Yeah. Spinning the wrong way, basically unsighted, bounced the ball in, um, you know, left arm, which is his natural throwing arm, but bounced it into the stumps while barely having a look at them. Runs out the most important mm. player for Zimbabwe in that innings. That's that's <laughs> the match winning moment effectively, but they need 16. Um, and then, they needed 40 off three as well. Yeah. So, again, the, the similarities to the India Pakistan totally. game were there, except instead of having Virat Kohli, you've got. Richard Agarava. Agarava, yeah, coming who, in down the who, order. Who, who, is the, who is playing the Coley role. Yeah, and Brad Evans gets out, so he has a big swing and gets caught in the deep, and so they need heaps off the last four deliveries, and then Agarava, well, there's four that are leg buys, and then he whacks yeah. a big six over deep backwards square leg, and so then it, you know, it comes down to that point, as you say, okay, so they need, what, five off the last two, but then there's a fresh air shot, yeah. swing and a miss, uh, and then he just gallops out, and you feel, I feel bad for fast bowlers when they have to try to bat you know it's like a giraffe coming down to drink it's all, all arms and legs leaps out of the crease just just hoping to connect with something and send it into the stance because they need six to win rather than going to the super over he's going for the win or he's just going for the rush of blood i suppose and then the no ball and then it's like okay well you could actually do this you yeah, you yeah. only need four and it's a free hit you know you can't you can, you can't be dismissed not that the dismissal's a factor really on the last ball but nevertheless psychologically no. the fact that it is a free hit i think it just changes the, the yeah i guess bit. maybe you think even if you hit it just really high up in the air maybe you'll have time to run three True. and get the tie i don't point. know yep, yep. Um, so you don't necessarily have to worry about placement so much you just have to try to hit it as hard as you can um a la fight club so uh, just i mean the the, the twists and turns in those last six balls alone made it a game worth watching. Oh, but the way that Zimbabwe came back from yeah, being... Yeah, this is it. They were 69 for five. But that, that partnership uh, with Burl and Williams, they came together. I think they needed 82 runs in eight overs. So it was kind of similar to the Curtis Camp mm. for George Dockrell partnership against Scotland a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Or at least it felt that way where they, they were... I didn't see the wind viz, but it would have been single digits for Zimbabwe mm-hmm. at that juncture. And that pair, I mean, we, we've heard a lot about the Zimbabwean side refusing to give up, and we saw that against yep. Pakistan a couple of nights ago over in Perth, and mm-hmm. this was the best demonstration of it, that Williams and Burl, two senior players, especially in Williams' case, might be his last World Cup, who knows, um, he just refused to lie down, and they, they yeah. were able to transfer some pressure back onto the Bangladeshi bowlers, a couple of expensive overs, and suddenly they were within striking distance again. So, And it did kind of come from nowhere, because the first 12 overs of the chase, and indeed the way they fielded, yeah. it, it felt like Zimbabwe just weren't on today like maybe it was like you sometimes see this in or you sometimes see this in football don't Mm. you where 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 a side will 
will, will be so gallant and, 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 and so almost riding a wave of emotion. And then when they eventually get beaten, they get beaten quite badly. Um, I thought that's the way it was going to trend for Zimbabwe mm. today. But again, I, you can't underestimate this side. They, um, they won't make it to the semifinals now, barring some extraordinary turn of events. I just can't see it happening. But that's okay, because as we said yep. throughout the last fortnight, this is about Zimbabwe being back on the big stage, about and being competing. Up and competing, seriously competing, winning yeah. serious games of cricket and laying a foundation for the future. They were never going to, at their... First World Cup for mm. six years, like they, you know, an upset win here or there. I think Brat put it nicely that nature is healing with Zimbabwe taking mm-hmm. scabs at World Cups. Um, but and and Mossadegh, who you've always loved the work yeah. of with the ball, being asked to bowl the last over. I did like uh, that. I mean, yeah. that's that's heavy pressure. And well, especially and, and having. Did it. I mean, he gets Ingrava out. Yeah. Ingrava hits the six and then gets out, gets stumped next ball, and then he fires in the flat one that should have been another stumping and, and is overturned, and then he fires it in again and manages to evade the bat. I mean, he, you know, he, he beats the bat three times in a row, and yes, he's bowling to tail-enders, but he's bowling to them with the game on the line. Yeah, around the wicket as well, so trying to cut off that angle and, and did it, you have less margin for error when you're bowling around the mm. wicket because if you're too straight, you're, it's easier to pop you over deep mid-wicket, but yeah, he held his nerve, and that was exceptional. Uh, Mustafiza, um, who we've always enjoyed following on, on the final mm-hmm. word, I think he finished with figures of like, well, I've got it written down here somewhere, two for 15 from four overs and Tascan yep. and up the top, three for 19 from four, including a wicket maiden. Yep. That would, that, I think it was three for nine off yep. three and he went for 10 um, in his last over towards mm-hmm. the death, but you know, it was the two quicks that set yep. it up for Bangladesh. And then Shanto, who's been super impressive yeah, through this absolutely. tournament repeatedly, yeah. and Afif Hussain, who's done this down the order yeah. cameo thing that has actually swung two games in their favour. It's working for them, He comes yeah. in, he makes 20 or 30 quickly, um, and he's able, he's got that licence to hit. But they're, they were in strife again. When, when Afifo Sane's out there, you know, if he holds out, then things could go very badly very quickly. Well, you're right, because the, the acceleration was kind of there for Bangladesh. They were, they were going at eights between overs 10 and 15, but they needed to... You know, when, when Shanto gets out, it's no sure thing they'll get 150. You know, uh, they, they went at tens in the in the back five, which is, I suppose, the bare minimum in, in a in a World Cup T20 and all the rest of it. But uh, but Bangladesh have blown hot and cold in this tournament so far. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, if if I suppose it stands to reason that if they're chasing 140, Zimbabwe probably win that game. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're spot on. A fifth contribution proved vital. And then to go straight out there with the ball, Tascan in the first over getting a wicket uh, Matavere wasn't it straight mm-hmm. away uh, and then getting the second breakthrough in his second over I think that was oh yeah it was, that was the Captain Irvine and then setting it up beautifully mm. when Raza walks in we know there's been so much made of Raza and, and the performances he's strung together in this yep. tournament and through the course of 2022 especially in 50 over cricket for his country um, so much hinges on whether well can he do it again he's out second ball mm. uh, and um, I suppose picks the wrong ball to go out big top edge and, and, and yep. the rest is history but um, but that's where someone like Williams goes, it's good, I've got this, I've got the experience, yeah. I can I can marshal this chase. Yeah, that's right, it was Mustafiza. Uh, no, it wasn't, who got, uh, yeah, it was Mustafiza who mm. picked up, who picked up Raza and he also um, got Milton Shumba. That was the catch from um, Shakib Al-Hassan yeah, on the edge of the catch. circle. And there was a nice bit of contrast, mid-off, mid-off, mid-off I think it was, there was this contrast between the exceptional Bangladesh fielding, not se- not words that have always come out of my mouth, that must be said. <laughs> um, we saw uh, a really... Uh, a really important catch on the boundary towards the end as well um, with Evans, wasn't it, mm-hmm. who, who went the journey in, in the, the last, last over. Yeah. Um, that was... Uh, yeah, hit a massive you know, heave. That was a thief as well, didn't yeah. Quite, didn't quite um, clear the road. Uh, so, and then, uh, you know, there were a couple of drop catches for Zimbabwe. Even at the very end there, the, the run-out they got from the final ball was via a drop catch and yeah. kind of went to uh, build yeah. on that point from before that um, they didn't feel like they were quite, for whatever reason, quite 
in the zone today, whereas Bangladesh very much were. The and that play, run out could have been a double play. Bring in the double play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that run out from Shakib to get rid of Williams at the, at the crucial juncture mm, in the penultimate over, that is the, that is the game-turning moment, and that's principally a fielding thing, right? Having the presence to not only dive away to save the run, but in his own mind thinking, well, if I get this in one clean motion, the run out's on, one stump to aim at. It's worth looking up the clip if you haven't seen it. Mm. Um, it's, the, it's the best bit of fielding in the tournament so far. Uh, the Dutch and Pakistan in 30 seconds could do that pretty comfortably. Yes. The Dutch were overwhelmed in Perth, couldn't handle the pace and bounce, and poor old Buster Leader got smashed in the face by Harris Ralph, and, and that, that rattled the Dutch. They ended up swinging hard at the spinners, um, missing balls that were straight at the stumps and, and were all out for 91. Pakistan chased it comfortably, took their sweet time to do it, 14 overs um, to get there and four wickets down, but they banked a win, um, and the Dutch bowled pretty well, actually. They they did their best to keep things tight, but they were never going to be able to compete with that sort of score. Um, so, yeah, a tough road ahead for them, but Pakistan are in the book. Now, I've got to admit, I didn't watch the chase of this game. I was busy packing for my flight at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning with this voice. Bloody hell. I did, um, and I can tell you about it. I'm going to ask you a couple. Okay. To my way of looking at it, they've hit 10 boundaries in 12 and a half overs. Didn't hit a six in the innings. Didn't hit a six in the innings. It wouldn't have mattered had they chased this down having lost eight wickets. Wickets mm. don't factor into net run rate. Right. I mean, this makes no sense to me. The only viable route to the semifinals for Pakistan is getting to a point where they will be vying for the second spot mm -hmm. on net run rate. There's no way of doing it without net run rate being a factor. Wouldn't you in that scenario, I mean, you might be able to throw an exotic scenario, but the most likely, the, the central case, if they get there, is where they, where they, where they tip over the line on a tiebreaker, mm -hmm. which is net run rate. Okay. On that basis... Why are they taking 13 overs to chase 90-odds? Surely well, it's in their interest to go absolutely hell for leather Try because they're not going to lose the game. Once they got to... I mean, their power play, they only made 35 or something like that when the field was up and, and Rizvan 49 from how many balls? 40-odd balls? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, I, I, I'm sure you'll say that the Dutch bowled well, but you mean, there's a t they're only chasing 90. Surely it's in their interest just to go, just to go for it full mm -hmm. stop. Well, I think the reason is that it actually won't net run rate won't play into it for them because of the washout in their group. So Zimbabwe and South Africa each have half a point, which means that Pakistan can't finish level with points on them. That's impossible. But they can finish level in points with India. Uh, well, I mean, India... Even if India beats South, it lose to South Africa, yeah. India will still beat everyone else and be ahead. But I mean, it, it, that is that, that. I mean, it, it's so unlikely that Pakistan will get through. So there is. Well, it's actually not as unlikely as you might think. So this is quite interesting. I was looking at this okay. before. Pakistan have South Africa and Bangladesh coming up. So yeah, they have to beat. I'm not sure who I'm waving downstairs to there, but hello. Had some uh, had some admirers from beneath okay. us watching us film. Hello, there, hello there. Enjoy your night. All right. So 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 we'll take this again. So, uh, Pakistan have South Africa and Bangladesh. They have to beat them both. If they don't beat South Africa or Bangladesh, they're out. Fine. If they do beat them, they're on six points, and they can't finish level with South Africa on points, no matter what happens, because of that um, extra point that's floating around in there. Yeah, the okay. only team they could finish level with would be. India. Bangladesh, but, or Bangladesh, but, but yeah. they've got to beat Bangladesh, which means they would only finish level with Bangladesh if Bangladesh beat India and Pakistan beat Bangladesh. So okay. they're, they're actually reasonably unlikely to end up in a scenario where they need net run rate. They just need to win those two games and, and hope that other hope teams that lose. Other results go there. Okay, way. fair enough. I had it explained to me a different way uh, mm. before about um, their, their their best case of getting through. But nevertheless, I mean, I mean look, it's possible. There's, there's no you can't, you can't take these. Bangladesh could beat India, um, or there might be could, more rain. Well, we're could, going to Adelaide where it's going to piss it down. Yeah. 
yes, and there could be more rain, and that run rate could come into it if that's a, a factor. But I think I think they were just nervous. They looked like a nervous team coming right. out. They changed the order around, so Fakhar Zaman came in at first drop, and then they had Sharma. Welcome Masood. back, Fakhar Zaman. Yeah, then final they, word five. Yes, um, and Sharma Sue shuffled down to four, so four openers effectively, right. including you know a, a great county opener in Sharma Sue, yes. who came in and did a job in the middle as well because Barbara Azam got run out early, um, and and Fakhar Zaman eventually edged off. Now there were a couple of really good overs, so Van Meeker and bowled a couple of excellent overs on the spin, uh, and then Glover came in and he bowled rapidly. He was bowling mid 140s and testing them out. And he took the outside edge of Fakhar Zaman. And there was never a case where, well, they're in a position where they might actually win this. But it was was a case where they were going to push Pakistan. They weren't going to give it away. Um, Logan Van Baek bowled really well as well. So all of the medium paces, they used the seam well. Um, It was was Glover with the scrambled seam one that decked uh, back in as well. So, you know, he picks up another wicket late in the piece. Um, and then Sean Massoud with one run to win cuts cuts Glover down to deep third and, and, right. and ends up giving up a catch. So, yeah, so it was Van Meekeren with the scrambled seam one. That's the one that bowls um, Mohamed Rizwan that goes through him by, by cutting back in. So they you know they performed creditably it was more the spin that got you know Tim, poor old Tim Pringle got whacked around a bit um, and didn't bowl a lot but they made Pakistan work for it and you could tell that, that the Pakistanis were a little bit anxious and earlier with the ball I, I, I did see it was just that raw pace wasn't oh, it yeah. and, and, and you know you, you it, was can... a, it was unfair at that point almost like they don't the Dutch don't play in those conditions they're not going to play on a Perth pitch where it's going to leap at you yeah it's a kind of a reminder as well that Pakistan on paper with those four quicks look formidable. Now Muhammad Wazim Jr.'s um, bowling full and straight and swinging it about. Add that to Harris just Harris, hit the Shah Just kept hitting the stumps. And the same Shah who conceded eleven runs in four overs today, I think it was. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's going to be very. If they don't make it through to the semis, unlikely from where they are now, because of course losing that game to Zimbabwe will probably be what defines their tournament. Um, they're going to look back at this one and go, "Gee, we we missed the trick here. Mm-hmm. We didn't make it through to the final last year yep. on the back of a drop catch with." Um, uh, I was going to yeah. say Rahat Ali. That was the Shane Watson drop catch okay. in Adelaide in the quarterfinal of the 15 World Cup. It was uh, Hassan Ali, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, who, who dropped that catch in the second last over mm-hmm. against Australia, which would have yep. iced that semi-final They've in, got in a best, period of the time. Best batting, opening batting pair in the world, and they haven't really fired a shot. Certainly yeah. not together. They haven't worked together uh, in so far. And I know with T20 tournament play, it's kind of like it's about um, when you peak and 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 what uh, and what circumstances your side is in or what, what sort of form they're in at the moment the mm-hmm. gel and so on but taking the longer lens uh, Pakistan over the last six years have been the number one T20 side more than they haven't right. on the rankings and yeah. yet they're a possibility of not making the final last year when they should have and not making the semi-finals this year when again it, it feels like they've got a bowling attack that deserves mm-hmm. to and of course they, they went all the way with India and and kind of, uh, um, well, they, they absolutely botched that, that finish last week at the MCG. Yeah. And the other thing about their net run rate is that it is ahead of everybody except for India. And, I mean, South Africa have that crazy net run rate because yeah. of the, you know, the washout game and all of the rest of it. So um, they are in a positive spot. And if they win those next two games, then, then they So what does it mean? So if India beats South Africa, let's, let's go that. All let's right. go, let's well, go which, part which, one. Which will be, you know, that game will be starting any minute And, now, and you'll so. be doing your third episode of the day then. I'm not going to do that one because I'm pretty much flying as, you're, um, as you'll be recording right. that. But so if so India the, go on and let's, win. Let's, I'll, I'll run through everybody. The okay. Dutch have Zimbabwe and South Africa left to try to look for a couple of points and yep. see if they can snag a win somewhere. Pakistan. Which is important, by the way, I'll just, I'll just add on that. Only two European teams 
are qualifying for the 20-team World Cup in two years' time yeah. from the qualification tournament, and Europe's quite a strong group. Mm. If you can finish, I think I'm right in saying, if you can finish in the top 10 of this tournament, you get automatic qualification. Right. So they'll avoid they'll avoid that rigmarole in mm. the same way that Namibia avoided that rigmarole this year. They didn't right. have to go to the World Cup qualifiers. So there is something there for the Dutch. Okay. Um, Pakistan have South Africa and Bangladesh. So two hard tasks, but they might be able to do it. Uh, South Africa, if they lost to Pakistan, would have to beat India and the Netherlands, right? Um, Zimbabwe would have to beat India and the Netherlands in order to qualify. So that's the bigger task for those teams. And Bangladesh on four points, but have India and Pakistan to come. So basically, India could afford to lose to South Africa tonight, to, tonight and still finish top as long as they yep. win the, the other games that they would normally be expected to win. Um, and from there, uh, there's, there's one spot open and you know, most of those teams could still make it through. Fun. Mm. So the, the game tonight will, will shape that yeah. a great deal because if India win, it, it, it really is they're all playing for second spot. There's yeah. three teams playing for second spot. But if South Africa win, they could then maybe afford to drop the game to Pakistan. Whereas yeah. if they lose yeah. tonight, they must win that. Much as it was with uh, New Zealand last night mm. needing to beat Sri Lanka to give themselves the best chance. Yeah, um, the breathing space. The breathing space that they'll need against England if they were to lose and yep. they'll still be well ahead on that run rate. Fascinating. Yeah. It's all happening. It is. It's probably uh, yeah. the, the right time to go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, yes, Hall of Fame is brought to you by CBUS Super. Uh, that's a superannuation fund. That means they take care of your money in retirement. You can get your super sorted. Call them up, ask them to help you out. And the good thing about them is that uh, they won't sting you with ridiculous fees because they don't have any shareholders to give money to. They just have members. And so they look after their members and they invest all the money they can back into helping you make more money. So uh, cbussuper.com.au. Yes, $74 billion of funds under management which all contributes to the national savings project as well and uh, yes they've been in operation since 1984 for their members have a look see by super.com.au and get your superannuation sorted out um, my nomination is that um, today is that I was um, with my daughter Winnie mm-hmm. earlier um, uh, taking in the, the dramatic closing stages of the, the game at the Gabba and by right. the way wasn't it lovely to see cricket at the Gabba today for the first time yeah. in the tournament beautiful day for it um, and she has watched that clip with me from the 2019 World Cup with Ian Smith. We got our super over. So many times that upon hearing them talk about the super over, she goes, are we going to the super over? <laughs> and I took a video, I, I, I said, say that again, Winnie, I took a video of her doing it. In fact, I'm going to drop that video in here. The super over? going to go to the super over. There you go. <laughs> Winifred May Collins, everybody. Um, she's been on the show before and she, she may be on it again up until the point where she's about seven and then she'll hate us and be embarrassed by yeah, it. Yeah. Um, she still finds it exciting hearing um, the, the podcast music come on and she goes, yeah. Uncle Jeff, Uncle Jeff. <laughs> Doesn't care that I'm on there, cares about hearing your voice. You're always around. <laughs> um, right, my, my Hall of Fame is just a... Um, uh, a sending of good wishes to Buster Leader, who copped a horrible blow, yeah. and, and he was okay. He was on the on the bench by the boundary afterwards. Um, so you know, it looks like no broken bones and hopefully no concussion. But I, I you couldn't quite tell if it was the ball that got through the grill or whether the grill itself went into his face. But right. he, got, he got hit by Harris Rout. Yeah. It was fast. It was furious, and it cleaned him up. And and his his right eye is swollen almost shut he's got a he's got a cut in his cheek he's got a huge bruise yeah. huge shiner it's very unpleasant um it look it's the kind of thing that can happen playing cricket it's a very tough game at times and uh, and they're they're a brave team coming out and facing up to sort of bowling of that type where you wouldn't normally come up against that 
Yeah, that'll be the end of his tournament, but he's um, enhanced his reputation in Australia over the last couple of weeks, Baz Delita. As you say, our best wishes to him. Um, hey, just a bit of peripheral news that I picked up. It's going to be a sellout at the MCG for... India-Zimbabwe. Not India-Pakistan, not, India, not Australia-England. India-Zimbabwe, that is pretty cool. Yeah. The Zimbabwean side will finish their group stage in front of 90,000 people at the MCG. They were selling them the standing room tickets... Um, uh, yesterday, a press mm-hmm. release went out, which is a. I'm sure there's a sellout right now for the Indian side playing in Perth against South Africa, as you'd expect there would be. I'm, uh, this is not a Perth Melbourne thing. I know there are some people from WA who are very fixated on crowds at the moment, but not about you. It's rarely about you. Um, it, but um, but the um, in this context, anyway. Uh, but the um, yeah, the 90,000 people for yeah. um, a um, uh, you know a, a Zimbabwe game that, that that would be without precedent. Speaking of Zimbabwe, mm. did you see the um, the hostage video, so to speak, of um, Pakistan, Mr. Bean, that came yeah. out yesterday. Yeah, he's, um, well, you know, just, I guess, just letting people he's okay, know he's okay, I suppose. I couldn't really, um, you know, he wasn't exactly using words, but he was, um, well, I think he was saying that he loved Zimbabwe and he loved Pakistan. Good so, on him. You know, nice to know that he's sharing it around evenly. Uh, our colleague Charlie Reynolds was hunting around for a uh, Bangladeshi Mr. Bean to see if he could find a way for Zimbabwe to win that game. Because if there was a Bangladeshi Mr. Bean floating about, then that would have got the Zimbabweans um, very enthused. I think that's enough for today. That's the final at Hall of Fame. Cbusuper.com.au. Yeah, there we go. <coughs> this There's a illustrates reason. why I need to go to bed. There's a reason we're finishing this show right now before Adam Collins falls over. Jeff Lemon with you as well. There'll be the second part of today's daily for India, South Africa. Uh, queued up next in the feed. We'll see you every day through the World Cup. That's what the daily's all about. See you in Brisbane. Bye. I had to go.